This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, welcome to Realty Talk episode 40 with Ellie, Philip, and Galen. Um, we have a brand new guest today. Um, basically, the guy is our most loyal listener of Realty Talk and in, in his words, harasses us when we do not have Realty Talk out when it should be out. Uh, we like to stay consistent. The last couple of weeks have been very chaotic. So we've been, we, we did them, but they're on different like days of the week. Kind One of, of them thing. we did it on Friday, which is very weird. Rare. Yeah. yeah. That was the first time we've done it on a Friday. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so, so th- for, uh, Philip's evening or morning or afternoon commute, he likes listening. Um, so Phil has actually been on the Galen Trombley show first time on Realty Talk. So Philip, for anybody that has not listened to the Galen Trombley show, give us a quick intro. Like, why are you on a real estate podcast? So I uh, am in a different career than I had originally anticipated. I went to school for public administration, concentration in finance, and uh, did not like that field. Ended up uh, pursuing my real estate license, and I have very rapidly transitioned into being a full-time realtor. Full-time and a half, it feels, most days. And uh, I'm a loyal listener, as you mentioned, uh, perhaps too loyal, podcast-obsessed, and I'm uh, very glad to be here. Did you get a mug? A what? A mug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. And Random, a shirt. Random thoughts. Things are just pop into my head. Yep. Um, I wore the shirt to the gym. Advertising. Did you get a University. Can you get us a picture next time and send it? Is that disloyal to my... Uh, Current firm? No, I'd wear one for you. You're okay. three hours away. Why? <laughs> Not true. Okay, I'll do that. Give me a shirt. I'll wear a shirt. Okay. I'll, I wear shirts of all our local friends, and if they have stuff, I prep them. I rep them. Prep them. Rep them. What? Can I see that for a second? Yeah, pen. And the paper. Yeah, you gonna? I'm gonna write you a secret note. Oh, ooh, look at this for passing secrets. Um, so, no, Phil, Phil, it does very well. He's out in St. Lawrence County. So, uh, basically, what we're gonna do is, I know what you're writing already. Or you don't even have to finish it. Well, Ellie might need to see it. Okay. But don't put it on camera. People can oh, see that. Shit. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. And he swears. Let's it put it on camera, swears. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to hell in a oh, handbasket. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're, uh, we'll be fine. Okay. Um, I will not talk about... He just it. wrote, I will you I, be my I, friend I, on I, it? I won't. <laughs> well, no. But then he also wrote, don't talk about my pigs. I don't know what yeah. that means. So. <laughs> I do um, want a pig. So, They're pretty no, cute. But uh, Phil is out in Governor. Real, sort of. real estate agent. Well, he kind of he has a big blank, he, big area. Covers Wait. a lot of geography. <laughs> You're not in Governor, are you? Potsdam. Okay. Yeah, but that's not office, even close. Office, my office is in Potsdam. Oh well, there you go. So, that's like an hour trip. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't listen to my own conversation with him on. on really well, it's all Southern New York, right? Yeah. No, he said it was Western West, New York. Western like, New York. What? Where Western North New York? Are you? <laughs> West of us. Northwest. So, uh, but he's out there. He's doing very well. Um, you've been in for what two years now? Not quite. Not uh, even. That's Eighteen months. That's insane. Um, I'm killing so it. with a bunch of newbies here, but no, he's doing phenomenal stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, what we wanted to do is obviously bring him on. He's in town, so usually when you're in town, you let us know and we kind of hang out. I didn't do that today. I just actually saw you, but Ellie just saw him too. We got dinner. Oh, yeah, with Matt and shots. Just kidding. We yeah. don't do that. <laughs> That's why she's a little loopy. Okay. Um, no, but th- this is great. So our topics today, as you know, we just kind of ran them off or rattle off some topics. Um, Ellie, give us kind of what, what's been going on the last week since we've last talked. ADKYP flag football went, event went off without a hitch. Was good. It was good. I can't remember Seven who teams won. Seven was good. Yeah, it was. Um, it was good. It was. It was a beautiful day for it. It was a lot of fun. Um, people got very competitive, but it was fun. I love it. Love yeah. when people tap or what's it called tussle. Tussle. 
a little bit of tussling, a little, little, little bit of tussling. Pigskin. But um, that's that's pretty much all that's that's new for me. I don't have anything uh, jumping out. Jumping out. No. Okay, that's fine. Fair. And we have um, we didn't we want to mention this because this will come out tomorrow. Um, is the wish fund is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, which is Thursday the twenty fourth, October twenty fourth, all of Ridley's at starts at five. Honestly, you can probably get through about six. Um, the silent auction ends, I think, around six thirty. The live auction starts at seven fifteen. Ellie, which you will take a picture of tonight and she will post tonight for all of you to see, did a really fantastic painting that will be auctioned off. I may or may not bid on it. Five cents. That no. was what I was going to open at. That was actually what I was going to open at. Thank you, Ellie, for giving it away. So maybe I'll go six. Um, but no, it's a very good photo. Um, she's a very incredible artist. And I want to make sure you take a photo of that and post it. Because one of the things... Actually, we're going to start with this, Ellie. What is one of the things... And then we'll get back to our day-to-day and how we've been doing the past week. What was the one thing I sent... Did you get the text I sent yesterday that nobody responded to? Because Hannah said you got the text. And nobody responded to my text. <laughs> I did. I was waiting. I was going to talk to you about it today. Nobody responded to my text. <laughs> you sent a group so text then, to like all So then I slept, 6 o'clock this morning, I get done to the gym. I'm like, nobody responded to my text. So I sent it as an email because I know all of them get the email. Sure enough, they all Send email me back separately. And then and then I talked to Hannah. Hannah's like, yeah, I got the text. I'm like, so you didn't text me back? It's an open forum. Like nobody's going to judge each other. And it's an open text message. And same thing with our open Instagram. And same thing with our email threads. Like it's open. We talk. Like so nobody's responded. So I thought I was having a you know mild stress attack that are sorry. Like right now, my Google Calendar on both my phone and computer is not working. You just saw me with that dilemma. I'm on. I'm very on edge right now. But I would need a Xanax immediately. Yeah, because <laughs> there's four or five appointments that I put my my computer today working. Looked at my phone, not in my phone. Well, what do I need when I'm traveling? I go off of my phone calendar, which I assume is the same as my computer calendar, and it was not. So I would have missed a couple appointments. But Ellie, what did I mention in? The email. Post five times a week during the weekdays. Okay. So right now we already got a problem, Ellie, because what did I say after I said post? What did I say before I said five days well, a week? And what did I, I say I'm after? I'm supposed to remember that. So basically what happens, this, this, is where people, <laughs> this is where people get overwhelmed. Five posts per week. I challenged, no, I challenged, no, read exactly what I wrote because what I did was I challenged every one of you guys to, to be more consistent. once every weekday. So send the exact, read the exact. You didn't, the, the word consistent is not in that paragraph. No, no, no. Read what I wrote though. I yeah. want to challenge all of you to post on IG at least once every weekday so five posts per week that's what i said but then keep reading but don't feel overwhelmed just one post per day be creative look for opportunities create a folder for extra folders i think you meant i think you meant photos photos. that you can post in the future this will make a difference for all of you in 2020 promise so so this is what i want to do because my thing right now is (laughs) (laughs) let the record show the experienced podcaster did that not the newbie hands are on the table (laughs) we cannot touch anything Uh, (laughs) oh no so the, the one thing that we, Ellie posts very good posts. She's very good at it. Ellie's not consistent, which is my number one pet peeve with agent. Two things with agents is actually three things with agents. <laughs> four. Three, actually four. <laughs> How many times have I go over this? Your table Five. Six. Dwight. They're no, all no, Ellie. <laughs> seven. No, 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 really. The, the top three things, okay, is action, taking action, being consistent, and being patient. Those are the three. In I'm real good estate. at one of those things. I'm patient. Patient. Yes. Okay. But there's, there's a three-headed that was, monster. That was three-headed. a mean look you just no, gave me. No, no, no. Three-headed monster. I'm going to actually write that down. So, But it, it, it's action, it's consistency, and it's patience. And the idea is you and most people are not consistent. And the reason I say the three things and why I say one post a day, wait, action, consistent, patience. So 
when I say once a day, what do you automatically go to? And I'm picking on you. Is you said I got to post five times a week. Five times a week seems overwhelming. I just want, no, but in the general scheme, it's like I want to close, like beginning of the year, I wanted to close 57 deals this year. That's a lot on January 1st when you're looking at it. Guess what? I'm within seven, seven of that and I have almost, I've over double that pending right now. So like I will hit that goal. But I didn't look at the 57 and be like, oh my God, that's overwhelming. I do it today. I broke mm -hmm. it down the steps. So when you say five a week, that seems daunting. If I say one post a day, literally you can be like, shit, I didn't post today. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. Pick something and post it. Or go into your stock folder that I told you I want you guys to start doing. I like that. And post something. My stock photo, my stock photo has almost 500 photos in it. I have. 500. 500. One, but it's now so there's a bunch updated. from the Business Expo that's probably like 100 and a bridal show. So there's probably 200. Yeah. But I have a bunch. Like, but it's the idea because once you post something and you tag and I post something I tag, we can now cross promote, which I've talked about. So now if you, Courtney, Hannah, everybody posts once a day, then now I now have extra, I have four extra posts a day I can put on my stories. Same thing, I'm gonna talk about this at the team meeting next week, is about also utilizing stories. And I know you're not all, always able to do real estate, but you do use some really good photos. Like you do some really good posts. You just gotta be consistent. That's that's my Feel the same my thing big for you, even though you're good, more consistency. Oh, I would Sorry. call me good on that. So, so now I that like I just... I like all of your posts. I enjoy following your, your stuff. Well, no, they're very good. I yeah. have no problem posting necessarily. It's real estate related that I would struggle that with. That is 100% my issue. That's why I don't but, post as often because I don't always have... I don't want to post every single day. I'm on Pop Producer making my cold calls. I think you should. <laughs> because that's all I do every day for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I know. But the problem is it, that people don't see is the consistency. Like I wish... And again, I take this from you know Gary Vaynerchuk, big guy. Big, I follow him a lot. His thing, I've been following him for nine years. He started putting out a vlog like three or four years ago, and he's put out like almost 600 vlog episodes. Yeah. We just, we're on number 11 today. Shout out. We're on our way. But number, but like almost 600, but you can see like every day, you're like, is getting to the point where you're like, this is kind of boring because he does the same thing every day. But what people want is like, what's the quick fix? He's like, no, no, no. I've been doing this for years. And now, and that's what I kind of look at. I've been doing stuff for nine years consistently over time and now i'm getting to the point where i'm like okay i'm starting to see some momentum mm -hmm. and it's going to keep compounding faster and faster and faster do you ever feel guilt associated with your post though and i mean that in this way so let's say i had a showing marathon from nine o'clock in the morning through four in the afternoon mm -hmm. which happens mm -hmm. and you have 42 missed messages and you make a post I don't want to be the client who sees me posting that I haven't got a reply to my message yet. So sometimes the reason I don't post is because, and I'll have a great post, but I'm like, I can't do this I've until never, I... I completely empathize with that. I yeah. nev honestly never crossed my mind. We're anxious people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You overthink it. Yeah. Well, like my thing too is if an agent reaches, or an agent, if a client reaches out and says, well, I see you're on social media, but I haven't got back, I'll be honest with <laughs> My worst I would, fear. I would throw no, up. but I'll be honest with them. Be like, yeah, I see your post, but I said, I can't take care of it right now. And I can mm -hmm. send a post. My biggest problem problem with with messages is there's if i do an email i can automatically turn the email back to unread which reminds me to go back and answer it i cannot do that with social with uh so what i do i'll read a post i'll respond to them and then i got to turn around and either copy paste the or the thing in my or in my uh email or i literally just go in my email and i see i i type in see so-and-so's post or seeing so-and-so's text respond to so-and-so's text or send so-and-so what they need and at the end of the day i have all these emails lined up because i can't go back i i would love to respond to people and just swipe it back as unread to go back and check it because i would know okay i have 10 things i get back to today yeah i who was that? Is that me? <laughs> no, it was me no it was me it was me um but if i go on my phone right now i think i have 14 messages on there 
it happens. Like I will yeah. get to it. But the thing is, it and this is what I talk about a lot with being proactive work versus reactive work. Responding to all those messages is reactive work. They are important. I'm not going to sit there and just punt them and not respond to the people. But at the end of the day, if I get into the vicious cycle of responding to email, text, message, ding, 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 I will, I will be stalled out for my career. So my thing is what's important. I've recently started to get better at going to the gym and eating. So I'm now I'm prioritizing. I got a yoga mat here. Literally it's for nobody's here for 10 minutes every morning. I do like stretches and stuff. Good for you. And I admire that. Yes. Yeah, me too. So I, I Ellie, don't I've been, do I've been, you've been proud because when we talk about eating, I'm trying to track my food and I'm like force force feeding. I'm forcing myself to eat <laughs> Wait, two. The, the necessary calories because good. you know me, I can go to four o'clock in the afternoon and not eat a thing yeah. just because I'm running around drinking black coffee. Yeah, so, good. But I'm proud. My, Thank you. But my, my prioritizing, like podcasts, we prioritize this. So like me, I, this is more important that we do. Um, I don't say more important, but it's important for me to make sure I don't punt. I could say, listen, like honestly, I mean, how many times could we have said, listen, I got so much stuff going on. Let's cancel the podcast. We do that all the time. We don't because I know as soon as you do it, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You lose out. You don't do the pot. You don't do this consistency that's going to slowly build and build and build. I just got back from the Plattsburgh State Career Fair. I spent two and a half hours, more than that, by the time you set up and tear down, three and a half hours, um, maybe even a little bit longer, but prepping and tearing down, four hours. And I mean, it was incredible. I mean, there's one is I get to network with other businesses. I get to meet people from all parts of the world. And we had like 15, I I say 15, it could be more, that came up, signed out something that wanted us to contact them about potentially getting into real estate. I thought nobody would actually do that. We put it out there, maybe get one or two. Like we had people sitting at our booth talking to us for, I mean, 10, 15 minutes about stuff. That's great. That's and, awesome. But but the thing is, I could have punted. I could have said, listen, I'm going to cancel. I got so much stuff going on. I got this, you know, the donations for the wish fund. I was very bad at it this year because I've, I've literally had a thousand things going on over the last like month. We have the agent open next week. We have the homebuyer seminar the week after. We have... We have events of our planning, but I could have punted one of those events. But no, so we're putting the time into it. So for like the messages, I don't get back, I guess coming full circle, I don't look at that. Like I'll get back to people, even even worst case on the, you know, late tonight or right before I leave, I'll respond back to stuff real quick mm-hmm. and then I'll go back through and check my messages. But the problem is if you start punting off your posts, what's the detriment? The detriment is you have to, and the thing is if if clients reach out and say, listen, like I do a lot of stuff throughout the day. One of it is I have to do marketing. So that is the, to me that you got to put that, you got to put that on a pedestal. And it's not to say I don't care about my clients, but most, most things from most clients and agents is not super time sensitive. Every once in a while it is. If you have a closing in an hour, yeah, it's time sensitive. If you're asking me about a home, you can wait for a couple hours. If you're asking me for an addendum, honestly, you can wait till the next morning. Like mm-hmm. there's not a lot that's going to be done. Banks and attorneys, five o'clock, they're done. Yeah. Good luck. Con- so if I have somebody contact me six, seven, eight o'clock and there's a rush priority on it, if I do it at seven o'clock that night or if I do it at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, guess what? It's not being dealt with until the next day anyways. Mm-hmm. So I'm very good at that. Like usually about eight to nine o'clock, I'm like not responding. If somebody texts me at 830 at night, depending who it is, because what happens is if you text them at 830, they now expect you to answer, yep. and then all of a sudden it's text, 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 text. So it's like, no, Things I got it at 8.30. Yep, 9, 9 a.m. the next yep. morning, I'll text you back, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll get that for you today. Nothing's happening at 10 o'clock that night. You know what I mean? So I would post. Like, just post it. If they get, Honestly, if you have a client that bitches about you posting a photo, you can fire your client. Like, it's a great world of real estate. Like, you literally can tell your client, I don't want to work with you. Like, I've done that. I've had clients. I'm just like, I have clients with listings. 
like honestly, you're paying the ass. I'm I'm out. Like you're too much stress for me. It's not worth putting up with you. I'm firing you. And you can do that in real estate. It's cool. It's a cool thing. I mean, obviously it gets better as you have mm-hmm. more time into it. Like you put up with way more shit earlier in your career. And then you get to the point where it's like, I can afford to tell somebody I don't want to work with them, you know? Yeah. But, um, sorry, enough ranting on my part, but anything on that? No, I I think, I mean, pretty much the, uh, everything you you say is true. It's, I just need to get past, um, I like have to have my, my posts have to be perfect and I can't like feel upset. I can't do it if I'm not responding to someone yet because I get very stressed out about the idea of them seeing that and thinking I'm ignoring them and not most of the stuff that goes on in my day might be housing related, but it's not real estate related. And I feel like, uh, like a poser just posting selfies or pictures of coffee. Cause that's most of the time with like, I don't know what to post today. I'm going to take a picture of my coffee well, because post like, post like mindset stuff. I mean, I posted some of that stuff and we're starting to kind of get a little bit of that, but even yeah. post like, Hey, you know, it's kind of a gloomy day today. You know, what do you guys think of today? Like, I mean, just, yeah. you gotta be creative yeah. and a Absolutely. lot of it could be, it could be nothing and be like, Hey, there's me with my plan again. Like, or or you know whatever you post plant coffee mugs like stuff that you post but just take a take a selfie and just be it's like his name is bert and the other one's ernie okay nerd uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be like bert and tom i was like oh those ones i would know bert and ernie yeah there bert you go and ernie yeah. from yeah. sesame street so so you don't know sesame wait what street? i mean i didn't watch sesame street but you gotta know bert and ernie they're the puppets. I know one's, Elmo. One's really and Big long bird. and one is really round so i have a little round cactus Are they and red a and blue cactus i don't, i don't remember yellow. They are yellow with red yellow noses. Yellow, yeah. One wears stripes and one wears. Yeah, they're like a. I think they're a couple, right? I'm pretty sure. I think they're the gay of Sesame Street characters. Yeah, yeah Bert and Ernie. I mean, they're not. That's they're not like actually cacti. put out there, but like they're that. Yeah. Just like Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah, Dumbledore was badass. So he had a fucking wand. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, put a wand on him. <laughs> he also had some jelly beans that were the gross jelly beans, vomit, and what, what was it with the other stuff? Remember, he gave Harry when he was. Yeah. No, I only never read the books. No, I read all the books. I've read them all, and I've read them in German and English. Oh, wow. So I am an ultra fan. Right. <laughs> Nerd. Um, so why don't you do some posts in German and have people 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 have to go to Google Translate to figure out what you're I'm saying? I'm not as fluent as I used to be, and I don't want to like, have die. it look bad. Do you remember when Tom Felton used to come to St. Lawrence County? Yeah, to go fishing. Yeah, he stole my place in the bathroom once. No way. Yeah, good times. Um, he owns um, property in Madrid. I didn't know that. Yeah. Tom Felton? Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he comes up to fish. I did uh-huh. not know that he owned property. It's how, how old is he stole now? A bathroom He's probably my age, right? 30 or so? Because uh, he was about the yeah. same age when they were... Yeah, I, would so. I think so. Harry, uh, well, um, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, they're all my age. Because I remember when they came out, we were the same, like, mm-hmm. literally the same year. And mm-hmm. they were always like, it was kind of cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. He owns property in Madrid. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what does he do now? Where's he from? He is, is, where, where's he from, though? Is he uh, U.S.? England, I think. Is he yeah, English? They're, yeah. All, they're all U.K. actors for the most part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have... Yeah. Um, have you so, met You met him, you said, yeah. right? He used to come every year. And, like, he's, like, cool but, dude? For the yeah. crappy well, fishing aside, tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not crappy, the carp. Oh, I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant crappies in low quality. <laughs> no, I thought it was... Because <laughs> we have the bass masters Wait, isn't now, there, too. Wait, isn't there... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, maybe in Black Lake. <laughs> I've said that. No, okay, that's what I'm talking about in Black Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it the is, cra- is It's called crappy, right? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. if I said it wrong my whole life. I always say, <laughs> okay. I always think Ellie's from Black Rock, not Black Lake. Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my because parents live right Ro- on the lake. Black Rock's a good OAR song, and I'm like OAR, so I'm always like, you're from Black Rock, right? And she's like, no, no. Black Lake. 
And Jane Fonda's mom is from Ogdensburg, and she comes back every year. No way. Yeah. You know, Victor Mort- Mortensen went to St. Lawrence County. Yes, to the university. Yeah. yeah. Comes back for alumni stuff. And Kurt um, Kurt Russell, super famous actor from yeah. the... Her Brooks. I don't know that one. Miracle on Ice, 1980, the Miracle movie. Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. Grace Potter went to SLU. No way. Did she? Yep. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, we get quite a, quite a lot of people in SLU. Bougie place. You know who Very hates? Bougie. You know who hates Slow? Clarkson people. John Jett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's gonna take my name. Uh, my fiance. Uh, <laughs> we used to work at the bakery. I used to manage it. He's oh, pretty nice. funny. Um, like he starts making fun of him. It's good. Yeah, we, we, it's just you know, parents' weekend was a nightmare. I bet. Yeah. Motorcycle. Oh, I was like, was that my phone? My Tesla. They rent my house during parents' weekend though, so I'm not gonna complain. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, your your big house? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a. I have. So where do you go? Where do you go from? Well, it varies every time. Um, (laughs) I'm possibly in the process of buying my childhood home to do as a second Airbnb, which will also give me a place to go during those weekends. Because I will only rent out my house for an obscene amount of money, but St. Lawrence University parents will pay that for Mm -hmm. graduation weekends, parent weekends, uh, actually Bassmasters too. Yep. So if you added up what I've made from rental income from that property. Just on those weekends, I effectively have had no mortgage. That's incredible. That is yeah. awesome. So I can't complain about St. Lawrence too much. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to Airbnb Phillips House when I go out west. West. Good when I go to Lord. Western, when I visit Western New York. Yeah, you gotta swing by Park Bros and get yourself a hoodie. If they have them. When's in your the next size. time you going? Probably not the hoodie. The, I want the crew neck. Oh, that's what I meant. Um, they don't. I don't think they have hoodies. Um, probably over the holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Let I, me I know. look every time I go. Mess. Well, just message a dude and be like, "Listen, like I'll Venmo you cash." Just throw. He's my mail. neighbor. Is he? Which yeah. one? Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Okay. Dumpy. Talk. Talk to Ryan. Tell him I want the same one that she has. Will he remember? Size large. Cause I'm get. I'm gonna get bigger. <laughs> and uh, I want. I'll Venmo money. Okay. I'll Venmo you money. Just buy it and ship it to me. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I look every time I go in, go in. I haven't been there in a while though. So. Coffee's good though. Oh, their coffee's phenomenal. Park Rose. Yeah, they roast it right there. In I might go out do a podcast with them, hang out with Phil. I tr- I asked them about the podcast. Would they do it? Oh yeah. They said yes, we but don't. then they then they ghosted me. Uh, I, I they ghosted you? Like they don't talk to you anymore? No, they do talk to me. They t- they all message Ryan especially will message me sometimes and just. I like Gabe too and his I, adorable family. He, there's Gabe is the night that he's like a second father to me, even though he's not that much older than me. But when I uh, was moving out here, they had me over for tea a bunch oh, of times. Nice. And I just, the loveliest families. I sat with them at a wedding like, recently. We like English here. You just said, "What did you say?" And then you're like, "Tea well, and the loveliest family." Tea and lovely. <laughs> well, like, they are. And we played a, a game. I don't remember what it was called. About Draco Malfoy. It's all English. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very West, very proper. Westminster. Mm-hmm. Of you all, right? Well, we are from the West. So. Buckingham. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get Gail on a map of New York State. <laughs> like North, West. Well, it's kind of like upstate New York, like upstate Westchester, and like Western New York, Malone. Like yes. Yeah. Well, last year I was talking about the North Country, and you said this is the North Country, and Potsdam's not the North Country. Wait, is is Potsdam? It's not really. It's like pretty much West, straight West. I mean, you can argue that it it's is like, North Country, though. You can argue. No, it is like, like North Country to me is like anything. Like take. Basically, the Adirondacks cut them and go straight up. I would agree with that. Yeah. I so, think like, that's if fair. you're, if like, I, I would still say North Country, like, is Alex Bay still considered North Country? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I would think, like, I think it is. I, I would don't know say about you. Watertown, maybe a little yeah. south of there would be the cutoff. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And then, because I mean, like, Sandy Creek, that's pretty North Country. Yeah. So, if yeah. you go, if you go straight across from Watertown, geographically, how much lower is that? Is that like kind of Lake Placid level with us? 
Willsboro level? Or is it a little more farther like Queensbury? I would say pretty level because you have Route 3 that cuts across like through the yeah. um, Cranberry Lake. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I've never taken that ride. It's pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet it is, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. no? A lot of the leaves are off. It's still yeah, pretty. Yeah, you're right. But... We're past peak. Yep. Still pretty. Don't get me there, wrong. There was but... a gorgeous tree in Plastic State that was like beautiful yellow. Plastic State's weird because they have a lot of trees that really hold their color for a long time. It's a really cool campus with, when the, in the fall. Um, okay, since we haven't really talked about anything real estate, anything... Well, we did a little bit. What, what, what do we got real estate-wise, Phil? Well, like, give, give us, like, sum up your year, sum up what you're excited about. Because we talked a little bit about real estate on the podcast, but, like, I mean, talk real estate. Goals? Goals. Goals, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah so what's, all, what's all our goals for next year? We were, we'll get into a little bit more, but yeah. When Ellie and I were at dinner, we started to talk about goals, and I'm like, wait, stop. Podcast. So... Uh, and she was saying, well, I won't speak for her, but she wasn't necessarily <laughs> satisfied with her tracking on her goal. Okay. So my goal, I told you it would make you feel better. My goal for year one was a million dollars in volume. I hit $448,000. So I didn't even get halfway there. So you're doing <laughs> real well. And then my goal for year two was three, which I thought was, that would, three would have put me above where I was at St. Lawrence County. And I thought it was unreasonable because it was like a million times more than what I got year one. I'm more than twice that. That's so awesome. once you start full time and you know, you're so you've on that trajectory. 400,000 to about six mil. I'm, if everything goes to plan, I'm probably going to come close to 7.58 by the end of the year. Awesome. That is awesome. And full time made a big difference. So hopefully oh, that gives I'm you sure. a little. I've lost, I've, I can think of a handful of deals that didn't work out because I don't just yeah, yeah. but we'll but get, get ready to cry when your accountant tells you how much you owe in taxes. <laughs> i don't want to think about it because you probably pay quarterly right so i don't have to this year because last year i made squat for income so i had my meeting with the accountant and he's like yeah your effective tax rates like 40 45 percent i'm like oh, oh yeah i think i'm gonna be up there this year I, yeah i almost cried my account true story eyes welled up i'm like <laughs> but such you know life. what happened i tried to pay my last quarterly tax and the 15th was a sunday and i tried to do it thursday and i tried to do it friday like before the site was down couldn't do it so i tried i'm like Fuck, i'll try on saturday doesn't work still didn't work didn't work till monday so i sent everything in on the 16th they sent everything back they literally didn't, they wouldn't accept the day late. I'm like, dude, your system was down for like the four or five days leading up to it. So now I got to kind of plan that out a little bit. Cause I mean, will they fine you for that? No, I mean, quarterly, I mean, if you pay your quarterly, ta- you don't have to pay. I, from my understanding is you don't have to pay your quarterly taxes. Oh, I thought you got a penalty per my accountant. I don't think Uh-oh. so. No, I don't think so. Oh, Be- I hope. Because I think quarterly tax is just a way to plan. Like if you pay quarterlies, you're just estimating, you're paying it. I think it's just more of a budgetary kind of thing. Am I wrong on that? I would check on that. I feel like that. his accountant might... I'm going to be pissed if I am because literally I was on the damn site for... Now, it was funny because the only one that sent it back, I think, was New York State. Oh, okay. The one, the the which is less than my federal. My yeah. federal one, I actually spent... You got to pay more into. And my federal one, I think, went through. They were both paid... Maybe not. My other one, I think, was paid early. The New York State one was down. It was down for like five days well, leading up to it. And then all of a sudden it was like the, part of it was the weekend. And then I went on Monday, of course, it was working. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. So, um, no, I'll fight it if there's an issue with that. Cause I'll be like, listen, like, it's I, not your fault. I mean, I don't know how I can prove that the system was down, but like check the record. Your system was down 
Thursday, Friday, at least Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday. Well, there's no way you were the only person to experience that sure. if that's no. the case. So. Yeah, so if it yeah. was, hopefully they give me a pass. But um, yeah, I mean, I try to plan out quarterlies. The good thing in our business is the write-offs do help because that brings you, I always pay off my, I actually, I pay off my gross. I always pay tax estimate off of my gross, not counting mm-hmm. what I write off. So when I write off, my hope is that anything that I overpaid will be kind of deducted from there. Um, it's hard to regulate in our industry with taxes because I always get money back, luckily, because I over I always overpay my taxes. But and I've heard like tax people say, Well well, you need to you shouldn't be getting that much back. You should plan out a little better, which I agree. But I'm also like kind of you know, I, I get nervous that I'm gonna underpay. Mm-hmm. And my thing is I'd rather overpay, get a good 100%. chunk back, than all of a sudden, oh, by the way, you owe eight, nine thousand dollars in taxes. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I did not plan for that. Um, I mean I can pay them, but it kind of you know, puts yep. a damper on some plans. So um I'm always overpaying because I to be honest, I I don't want as much back as I get because I wish I was a little closer, but I mu- I'd much rather have get that much back than underpay. Mm-hmm. So and and well talk about that more because you're kind of your first year doing it this year won't be a big deal but as you get more into it well, yeah this year's gonna you gotta focus taxes. on it do you find your goal so for 2020 my i already have been thinking about goals and it's not so much volume it's work, work-life balance to an extent so this summer the wheels were off the track it was from sunrise to 11 o'clock real estate i don't need to make million dollars i mean obviously i'm nowhere near a million dollars but i i want to enjoy next summer yeah i want to make good money and i want to serve my clients well and i want to you know hit a good target and feel comfortable but i don't want to kill myself again to hit some arbitrary number so i think i would like to start thinking more about okay i enjoy listings more than i enjoy being a buyer's agent in some Mm -hmm. cases so try to do more listings in fewer buyers you know be more selective with the people i work with um a referral can make a big difference to somebody who's starting out you know a a seventy thousand dollar deal is it's great i don't want to sound ungrateful but the amount of time and stress that that entails sometimes wouldn't be worth it and it could make a big difference to somebody else on the team who really could use that and then i am a little bit more sane through the summer so my goal is not necessarily any volume number get that balance a little more in check and like enjoy life and because yeah. lord knows I'm gonna be 27 next year <sighs> old man <laughs> my eggs are drying up <laughs> um what we, we had talked before about like i work a lot i enjoy what i do so like it doesn't feel like crazy but there's times i just feel overwhelmed because i take on so much and not not from again not from a bad standpoint a lot of things are happening but success brings success so mm-hmm. as i get better opportunities open doors open things i don't want to pass up open i mean i have two young kids which makes it tough because like now i'm like looking at the clock i'm like i got to get home and cook you know cook dinner and that's literally why i'm like running out otherwise i'd work here till nine ten o'clock at night with no problem like i have plenty of work i can do um we talked about appraisals we talked about inspections i would punt that to the you know as far as you can meaning Mm -hmm. don't go to them you don't need to um if you have nothing going on sure you can go to them if you want i mean the 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 benefit is far outweighed by the time you're wasting, I think, or far, what you know what I mean? Like yep. it, what you're, what you're wasting in time wise does not make up for what you can actually change there. You're not going to change 
if an, if an outlet doesn't work or something's not up to code, you being there is not going to change the result. Don't go. If you can't change the result, you shouldn't be doing that task. Negotiating, buyer meeting with buyers, meeting with sellers, um, that stuff to me, you have a direct impact on the result. You don't have it on inspection. You don't have it on appraisal. Could someone argue that you could sway the person one way or the other? Maybe, but they're professionals. They're going to they're do the job no matter what. It's not like you talking to the appraiser is going to get the value higher. And if it does, and the appraiser is not being truthful and honest as to what they should be doing. So to me, you can save a lot of time right there. And that's 15 to 20 hours a week this that's summer. That's insane. Insane. Because each is about Insane. three hours long. Yep. And on average, you know, you have would, a few of those. I'm telling you right now, that number one, stop. Like from tomorrow, like if you have one tomorrow, call and cancel and say, I'm not going. Like I, I, sorry, my nose is like, I'm fighting a cold. Not, well. Allergies. It's the weather. I'm, it's I feel the same way. Yeah. It's allergies. But um, I would totally punt that. And like I said, get more consistent on real estate. Like I would challenge you one post a day, real estate, like one post and one, cause you're busy enough to do it. You know what I mean? You're, there's no excuse for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ellie, I mean, I get it. Just a sec. Like Ellie is not doing stuff full time, but she should easily be able to do one post a day. I try to do four posts a day. Like part of the stuff that I'm doing, I think I have three right now. I'll post two, two or three right now. I'll post us. So I'm going to have anywhere from three to four today. And so, but you know what I do? I put my phone recurring reminders every day in Google Calendar to post. And I tell what to post. Okay, you're going to post a, a caption video. You're going to post a quote video. You're going to post a testimony. You're going to post a merchandise po- uh, merch picture. You're going to post just a random photo that you take. You're going to post. Okay, so you're going to be mad at me, but I actually have those reminders and I just <laughs> clear them out. So this is like a habit. Day. Ellie's got to break. Ellie quit smoking. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the things. Like she's got to break this like like hit like hitting the snooze button thing. So, but but it's the idea of just being like for you finding time. My thing is like what have I punted the last two months because I've just been crazy busy is working out and eating right and stretching. So what have I like literally? I'm like you know what I gotta I I've gotta really prioritize that and I can't keep punting that. I can't keep hitting the snooze. I can't keep well, not, I hit the snooze button. But I'm saying like I can't keep you know deleting that task every day literally working out is on my schedule every single day on Google Calendar and I went nine weeks without going. So for me, I wasn't following my own calendar that I set for myself that I have it very structured. Now, my mornings are structured but as we know, as soon as the day gets going, our day gets, I mean, our day gets going when it gets Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm saying, like responding, like my phone's off, right? not off, it's on do not disturb mode. I was at 14 text messages before I sat down. I don't know what it's at now. It's probably 17, That doesn't give you anxiety to think about that? No. I I mean, it does, does, but I also got to take a step back and say, I got to prioritize stuff. So like me, I had, this morning I had uh, probably a 45 minute meeting internally with Nicole going over stuff. I could could have easily said, Nicole, listen, I got so much stuff. I got to respond to emails, respond to texts. I got to prioritize that and say, what am I doing? I'm going to talk to her because that's stuff that we need on the like on the business aspect to help grow the business and the back end stuff that we need to work on to be, become better. And then it's like now I'm going to react to all my stuff and I go through my emails. I I take the word from you because you said this very good is triage what I'm doing. What's what's my what's my critical thing I got to get done? Text messages. A couple of them came in. They're not super time sensitive. I can get back to them in three four hours. Could I would I like to respond right off? Sure, but. I think people realize that, and I'm starting to get like agents will reach out and be like, hey, I know you're busy. And like, I, I am. Like, I, I don't, I would love to text you right back. 
but I, I like you respond me responding to one of your texts is not on my high list of priorities right now. Um, if I'm running out the show of property and you're texting me for some reason, I know I'm showing your home. I'm gonna check it. It's probably a yeah. reminder about something. But you asking, hey, did you get did you check in with your client about when's the earnest money deposit coming in? I can respond to that later tonight. Ooh, that gives me a good question for you. Okay, so in the era of digital signatures, do you do those? Yep. Okay, so let's say... Like 99% of the time. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So let's say you have a listing and uh, somebody puts in an offer in on the listing who you are also representing, mm -hmm. but they put in the offer not in your physical presence. So when do you take the earnest money? For me, traditionally, because I go to inspections, my policy has been I'll take the check at the inspection. Mm -hmm. What do you... They have to be in from the executed contract. They're supposed to be in within three days. Okay. So my thing is, this this always killed me. So when I first started out, and you had to get contracts, this will blow your mind, Ellie, because it blew my mind how we were so far behind the times, is that when I was to make an offer on a property, one, we, didn't have, we had to physically get the contract signed. So it means you had to meet with the person, or you had to fax it or scan it to a client to sign it, fax and scan it back, which took could take days, could take hours, could take, you know... People aren't fast doing that. People don't have the, the the means to it. Hey, I think I got it. I won't be able to. I gotta, you know, I have to go to someplace and send it tomorrow. I have to go to Staples to send. It. I mean, this is literally like what happened. Then agents would be every time they did a counter offer, they would cross out, write the new stuff in, initial change, initial change. Then they'd send it back. So like a counter could take a day, and then it was like, oh, I got the counter. And then I go back, cross change. Like this is how I roll on all my contracts. Because I'm one of the ones I just hate inefficiency. So I, I get a contract. I send out on dot loop to somebody. They sign it. They send it back super quick. I get it to the agent super quick. I do not. Back in the day, we had to get a check. I had to make a photocopy of the check. I had to put the check with the file to make an offer. The offer's not even accepted. Oh, we don't do that. Oh, this yeah. was up to about three years ago until wow. we got dot loop. So then I would get a check from Ellie's a buyer. I'd get a check from Ellie to make an offer on a home. If the offer doesn't get accepted, just void the check. Well, why are we collecting a $1,000 check for escrow? So what would happen is I get a contract. I send it off to the, I get, I do have a prequal letter because you need to see that or proof of funds. I send it off to the agent. Then if we're doing any kind of counter offers, there's still some like old school agents that will cross stuff out and send it to me. I'm like, dude, you guys are freaking behind the times. Like, just give me the verbal. I will put the initial contract in on in writing. Then we will go back and forth verbally. And then once we have the verbal contracts accepted verbally, if you're the buying agent, make the changes. If I'm the buying agent, I make the change. If I'm the listing agent, I make them make the changes. Get me the contract completely as it's agreed upon. Have them re-sign it. I send it to my clients. I'm very much, if we have a verbally accepted offer, I will put it pending. Like I will do that because that my thing, if you're giving someone their, your word that... And people, yes, can they back out? Is there attorney approval? Yes, they can do it. To me, that's bullshit as to do it. You're, to me, once you tell somebody that you're accepting the offer, to me, your word is stronger than any piece of paper. Like, that's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah. That's not the case for everybody, unfortunately. But my thing is, if you have an agent, I tell them, like, listen, we verbally accepted. It's your house. And I will, I'll put stuff pending before I have a contract in hand because I trust that you're going to get me the contract. So then I get, the, and maybe I'm naive, but I look at it as I should be able to put trust in every party involved that they're an honest person. Then I get the contract. Then once the contract's accepted by every single party, signatures on every party, then I will reach out to my client to get an earnest money deposit. 
and then I get it and I, it will give it to the agent in three days. Sometimes it's a little bit later because honestly, I don't have time to go drop the earnest money deposit off at your office. Agents will be like, where's the money? I'm like, listen, they dropped it off today. I'll put it in the mail. Well, can't you just drop it off the office? You can come to my office to pick it up if you want, or it's going in today's mail and you'll get it in tomorrow or the next day. Like, I know you, I know you're three minutes across town, four minutes across town. For me to drive that, get in my car, drive, do it, drive back, there goes 15 minutes of my day. You're, you're stuck at a light, stuck in construction, stuck at finding parking. Nope, I will, I will spend the 50 cents, drop in the mail, even though I know it's a mile away and it'll get to you. Because, I mean, the, my biggest challenge is time. Mm-hmm. It's time. I mean, it, that's all it is. I wish, I and mean, we joke about it, but I wish there's 48 hours in the day because I would. I would fill those 48 hours, but I would, I would get a lot of the stuff done because I could, I could prioritize. That'd be awesome. Or no sleep. I wish I didn't have to sleep. That's another thing. But I forcing myself to go to bed at 10 so I can wake up at five or four fifty-five. Do you have any sort of sleep measuring device? No. Oh, it'll change your life. I know. I just, I just go to bed. I get such a rush of joy when I look at my phone in the morning and it's like, you use sleep cycle, you got eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Me too. Um, <laughs> sleep no, cycle. I use Cause sleep cycle. I, I was using that. I think that's what I sleep have. Sleep cycle is cool because it'll wake you up a half hour before your alarm clock. And it wakes clock. you up slowly. So it's like, a, well, like it wakes a, you up when you're at your best peak to wake yeah, up. That's what I have. Sleep cycle. Movement. I love sleep cycle. Yeah. So I based on your auto movement, sleep. auto sleep and it, it's affiliated with this thing. Is it Apple Watch? Yeah. yeah. So, That's cool. But the sleep cycle, like if I put down my time I want to wake up is 4.55, it could wake me up at 4.25, mm-hmm. but it might say you're better off waking up at 4.25 than 4.55 based on your sleep cycle. cycle. Even though you slept half hour less, you yeah. got woken up in a lighter sleep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the problem is you get woken up at a dead sleep, that's when you feel groggy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got to get back on that, but I, I, I haven't yeah. been using it. I haven't and it either, does but crack. it is helpful. Yeah, I'll say like you slept good. Now, some of it's probably a little off, but the sleeping... The waking part, I actually notice works. I imagine if you used it, like if you could sync it up to a watch, it would be very useful when you, because it gauges off sound. So you put it on the nightstand. So if you are someone who just like doesn't move around a lot, even if you're awake, it doesn't know you're awake. I feel like with a watch, it would be more. It does motion and heart rate. So if your heart rate goes up above your sleeping resting rate, it says, oh, you must be awake. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. I mean, it is true. I like, yeah, if you're me and pee three times in the night. Well, <laughs> yep. I don't pee, but I roll over a thousand times throughout the night. My neck's stiff, but I'm trying to. I'm really trying to stretch right now. Like I'm getting big onto That's very good. mobility and stretching because I used to do it a lot and I felt great. And the last two years, I felt extremely sore a lot, and that's basically the last two years mm-hmm. I've been stretching. So I used to be fairly. I say I was fairly flexible. Like, he put his his feet behind his head. I would pop and knees by my head. That's not that hard. Knees by your head. Behind my head. Because it's farther back than your feet. Your feet can reach first and then... Lick your elbow, Ellie. Shut up. So, um... Ellie's <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't think you can do it, Ellie. I uh, can't. So, um... And, okay, last thing... We're, I really got going. Okay, last thing we're going to talk about quick, because this is... And, this, and Phil goes, what's the secret thing you guys always talk about that you always punt? It's Zillow. Um... Is Zillow good or is Zillow bad? Um, Zillow to me, a couple things. If you're, if you have a listing, Zillow is good because it gets your listing out to a lot of people. The bad thing about Zillow is the information is not the most accurate because it's pulling off of our MLS. Last week, to, to prove my point, last week I had two people reach out to me about two different houses. Both were wrong on Zillow. One of them was off, but it was land. They, Zillow had listed as 50 acres for $30,000. It was 30 acres for $30,000. I checked the county. I checked the MLS listing. They were all 30. 
Zillow had it down as 50. That's a big jump. I mean, when you're talking about price per acre, that's a huge jump. So that part's bad. As a buyer's agent, same thing. People go on, I want this house that says this house. I'm like, well, that home sold, that home's pending, that home. Zillow doesn't update as quickly as possible. And then they get should. mad at you. They're like, well, why is it online? I don't know. And Ask I, Zillow. <laughs> well, someone talked talk to me yesterday. Why did Realtor.com change the price of the home? I don't know. I have no control over Realtor.com. It's not, I don't believe, I believe it's more accurate than Zillow, but it's not the most accurate. So if you want the most accurate information, contact a real estate agent who's going to, or a licensed real estate agent, salesperson, whatever, that will get you hooked up with the MLS because that's where everything is truly accurate. Now, when it comes to Zillow leads, you've had very good success on this. My problem was we went on, um, the only reason I would actually contemplate going back is because of the success you've had. And the problem is when we were doing it, it was great. The price per lead was X because only so many agents were on it, so many premier agents, and the call would come in and they would leave a message and you would get them and you'd call them back when you could. So now what Zillow switched to was now anybody can be a premier agent as long as you're willing to pay. So it has not, it's not based on merit. You a year ago were not a premier agent. You now would be a premier agent. But... The, and I remember three years ago, I took, I took a <laughs> screenshot of of Zillow. The three agents on it, one's out of the business now, one is awful, is a really bad agent, and one of them is a fairly decent agent, but three years ago, this person had almost no deals. I mean, they were like one deal. They were all listed as premier agents. Past sales, zero, zero, zero. I know one had been in for six months, one was in for like three months, and one was in for a year. Like that, and I'm like, how are you a premier agent? There's really, I could go down our MLS, there's probably... I would say 20 people that I, I would consider premier agents. And I would really even argue 10, top 10 would be premier agents. Because you're talking premier, you're talking like the tip of the iceberg. And um, I don't think a lot of the agents are that. So to me, it's it's a premier, premier agent's a bullshit title. It's a bot title. Um, but with, with that being said, now that everybody's spending money, the leads aren't increasing, so what happens? The cost per lead is now deflated, so or, or you know, it's been, um, it's gone up and up because if you were getting seventy leads a month from Zillow, which I think is probably high, fifty leads a month from Zillow, thirty leads a month from Zillow, this is like real numbers back then. Well, now if if ten agents are fighting over three hundred leads off of Zillow in a month, okay, now what happens when there's three hundred Zillow leads, but now there's twenty five agents? The price goes up per lead. So we were sense. finding that, okay, this doesn't make sense. And what's going to happen is Zillow is going to slowly push that out. And then what are they going to do? They're going to raise the prices. And then they're going to say, okay, sorry, Zillow's going up to, you know, an extra $50 a month. So what's going to happen? A couple agents will drop out and a couple agents will justify the costs and pay. And Zillow will make more money. Because they're not providing more leads. They're just going to start charging you more for the leads so that people can jump out and be like, well, see, you know, you, you, want, you are now paying, you know, $50 more a month, but we're also giving you 20 more leads, which trust me, that, that ratio right there is worth the extra money per month. But what's happening? They're not increasing leads overall. They're just they're taking out people that are paying for the leads. So now it looks like you're getting more leads. Well, no, these leads were, were there before. They're just giving out to more agents because more agents are paying. Um, and now also when Zillow calls, it's like, a, it's like a chain type thing. Like they'll call a bunch of agents. Like if you don't pick up the phone, for that lead, it's going to the next agent that could work at another company that's paying the same amount of money. No offense, I, I have a hard time re answering my phone during the day because I'm busy. Like, Absolutely. And it's not that I won't get back to you, but it's like if you need me like this second to answer the phone from Zillow, 
if I'm with a client, if I'm doing the podcast, if I'm talking with somebody one-on-one, I'm not gonna be like, hey, hold this, I gotta take this lead. That's disrespectful to the people that I'm dealing with face-to-face that honestly, that lead could go nowhere and I have a living, breathing person in front of me that wants to talk real estate. I'm taking that person 100,000 times every day. You know what I mean? So that's my problem with Zillow. Now you've had, like, what's your experience with it? Because I've just shit on it for three minutes. And (laughs) So specifically with the leads, I would say it's quite positive. I really should dedicate an hour and go through the the deals I've closed this year and put in these are Zillow closed deals this is commission that resulted from those and this is what I paid you should track that at the end of the year I did it last year it's pretty eye-opening yeah I and I just from okay here if I think of a few very much a good return on investment Mm -hmm. Um, and the thing that has started to happen recently I've started to get listings from Zillow I don't know if it's people who just look in their community to see, okay, who is representing the most homes. Maybe they don't look at signs, but people who call me direct from Zillow and say, hey, we see you do a good job with your listings. We like your descriptions. You take good pictures. Mm -hmm. We'd like you to list our place. That's awesome. So it's been both on the buying and the selling side, which I like. The other thing that should also be a goal for me that I like about Zillow, but I don't use there is a CRM on Zillow uh, Premier. Mm-hmm. I don't use any CRM. Horrible. I know. Okay, so number two, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this. If you're not using a CRM, you are you're running so inefficiently. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm going to say that right now. So keep going. So there is, they make their. I'm going to I'm going to do a makeover of. Uh, Philip's going to have a whole new outlook on real estate. I support let that. Let the man talk. I support that. <laughs> the, I got um, to jump in because I'm going to forget if I don't. The, that was um, a big thing I had to mention. Sorry, yeah, well, ahead. the CRM is huge. And I, I totally understand the reason to do that. But I don't know which one to pick. Um, and so you'll tell me. But I'm sure I would be far more efficient. And let me tell you the other thing about Zillow that I don't take advantage of that a CRM would really help with. The nurture leads. The ones that this person is actively looking, they haven't decided yet. If I had a list of 10 people, which I'm sure, frankly, if I go through, this will make you vomit. If I went to my Zillow premiere. You talk about anxiety about not checking text. This is giving me anxiety right now. I have. I'm being so like, I shouldn't even tell this. I have 160 um, Zillow nurture leads on here that I have not done with. Send them to me. In St. Lawrence County, you want them? Send them to me and I'll give you the referral fee when they go back out to you. if, If even... 10 of those turned into clients, that'd be One, a, another huge bump. What'd you say, 180? 160. Totally unread, just nurture leads. So that's people so who- So 10% of leads are good to go now. You have 18 mm-hmm. deals there. I'd be and then fi- about, swimming in gold. And I, and I would say about 30% of those are, are future business, and mm-hmm. you'll probably have 70%. I'd, uh, 60% of those would be no good. So really, okay, take 60 out. Okay, so you're dealing with a pool of 70 to 80 buyers. Take that, 60 out? I'd have 100. No, no, no. Take 60% out. Oh, okay. okay. So you're probably talking about 70 people, mm-hmm. roughly. I'm going to round down. 70 people. I bet you out of those 70 people, like I said, probably 15 to 20 are going to buy probably within the next year or two. And the other ones put the, the other ones out of the 70, I would say a solid 50 of those will probably buy within the next three years. And I've got emails. I've got phone numbers. And it's just untapped gold. So what do, you, what do you, how do you manage your contacts, your your clients contact information when you follow up with them what deals are working on your notes for each client excel excel and i just have a little notebook yeah i know and i'm mr millennial technology technology that gives me anxiety too (laughs) i'm like ready to like you're talking about my my calendar not syncing this gives me 
Philip. So, but really, Philip, Philip. Okay, keep going. I, I do need to do a CRM. I, I totally acknowledge oh, that. Um, okay. So there's a lot of untapped potential there. But what I'm saying is, I have been successful at Zillow not even using the nurture leads. The only ones that I really, frankly, pay attention to are the ones that I get via the phone. Or if I get a direct, what they call a direct lead, which is somebody who, if they see my listing and they send me a message specifically to say, I'd like to see this house. Mm -hmm. Okay, you get my attention. But if you just send me a a nurture lead saying, hey, this person is looking at a bunch of properties. Okay, that's lovely. Bye. So I need to start doing those. Okay. All right, we'll talk about that. Um. Anything else, Ellie, you want to talk about? Because I really got to get out of here. I, gotta I, can go. see I, I should have been, I should, from I should your have ears. been home. I pissed Gail <laughs> off at the end of this podcast. Friendship <laughs> over. Yeah. And now we're going to go to. He's going to lay in bed all night, just like all oh, those leads. I'll give you my password to Zillow and you can have them. <laughs> Clean it out. Get it down. You to want zero. me to. You, I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to nurture his leads. Then I'm going to say, I'll give you a, I want a 25% referral fee on all the ones that you sell. You make, make bank. I'll make a lot of money next year. I'm serious. If you want me to call those people, I swear to God, I'll do it. Really? Because I'm not we'll do kidding. It right now. Like, I can nurture your leads for you for a 25% referral fee, and I'll send them all back to you when they're ready to go. Deal. <laughs> I'll sign the contract tonight. Write it up. You're not even near me. I'm, I'm not joking. I, we'll, we'll do that. Um, so, um, actually, no, we're not. You're going to get a CRM, and you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to stop. So, know what you're going to do. You're going to stop going to mm. bullshit inspection and appraisals, <laughs> and you're going to take that time to prospect your clients, because guess what? You're not going to call them every day, so you're going to call them over time, and you're going to nurture these leads, and now you have more time. So we don't have to yeah. talk about this on podcast, but I someone suggested a, a specific CRM, and I wanted to discuss it with you. Okay. Um, so I really do have to get out. I hate yeah. to, I, I, We honestly could talk for three hours, and I wish we could, but I, I do have to get home and cook dinner. Um, How long have we been talking? 53 minutes. Ooh, is this a record for real oh, yeah. talk? It is. Twice. Oh, yeah. I think, I think we hit 30 once. Probably, yeah. I think it was once that we hit 30. And I think we actually like hit it at 30. Um, now it's just me and Ellie talking. Office quote of the day. I could have grown poison mushrooms that would be this high by now. It's Creed, obviously. Dwight. No, no yeah, Dwight. Um, he was mad about wasting his day. So, it was one I watched the other day. Actually, this is kind of jumping. Oh, you listen, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, I saw they have one on Spotify now with Pam and uh, Angela. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, though. Yeah, they go through every episode. So the next, That's awesome. So right now, they just did, and they're going episode by episode. They just did the pilot, and now it's Diversity Day, number two. I didn't know that's what they were going to do. And they do it every week. They're putting out a new episode. So they watch, they watch the episode together. You don't see them watching the episode. I'm going to listen to that in the the morning now. You don't see them watching the episode, but they go on and they talk about the backstory. Like, oh, remember this person? First pilot. They're like, they they, they shot the... I'm not going to tell you. I just listened to the episode. Okay. Um, Office quote. (laughs) Okay. I I can't do what Ellie says. Just say the quote and say guess it. So this is the Christmas episode. Phyllis goes into Jim's office and she goes, Jim, you said I could be Santa. Jim goes, that's what I want. Don't make me get Bob involved. <laughs> What's Bob going to do? I shouldn't have said that. Remember that episode where Michael came in, he wanted yeah. the, the double Santa, and then he goes, he started yelling. Cause <laughs> and Phyllis, then Bob comes up at the end of the episode, and he's like, Michael, what is all this? And, and Phyllis up. is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's all better now. <laughs> and and, and Mike, Michael, uh, Mike, Michael 
had to dress as baby Jesus. Bob and Phyllis are goals. Forget Jim and Pam. They love each Bob other and, and they have nasty sex. Freaks. <laughs> freaks. But on the Valentine's Day when he kept Episode, sending her. <laughs> when he took, they finally started eating their fries because they're like, they're not going back. <laughs> and and they were, Kevin's they, like, that bear is bigger than me. And the delivery guy's like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Bob Phillip, Vance, do you want to do, do a different kind of quote? <laughs> I don't have any cool off. I don't watch any of that. It doesn't, say, it doesn't have to be the office. Just say that's what she said. Uh, my favorite quote is Margaret Thatcher, so that's pretty boring. No, it's okay. I want to hear it. Do you know who Margaret Thatcher is? I do. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. <laughs> the bomb.com. She had some... She slept never. She had this quote yeah. that was something to the effect of, think of a day uh, in which you're supremely satisfied. It's not a day where you've sat around lounging and doing nothing. It's a day when you've had everything to do and you've done it. Love it. True. I love that. True. That is a good quote. It's much more articulate coming directly from her, but something yeah. to that effect. That is a very good yeah, quote. The more you do like each day, the more satisfaction That's you get. That's true. Like, the harder the, like it's kinda of like the harder the climb. It's easier kind of to sleep when you've done all your crap too. Yeah. I I had this discussion last night. <laughs> That's my easy way of saying. But I had this discussion last night with Matt Craig. Like like if you want to try to hit the goals, like if you want to say like I want to be the number one agent, like I don't want to be the number one agent because someone didn't perform well or took a year off or whatever. It's kinda of like playing a, like a sporting event. Like, I don't want to go play in a sporting event hoping that, like, the star player on the other team gets injured and we have an easy game. Like, mm-hmm. I want them to play the best game they can play. I want to play the best game we can play. So it's, like, everybody's given their best and then mm-hmm. the best person wins. Like, that's what I always look at in, like, business when people are, like, caught up on – I think I, I, I posted this yesterday from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. was the idea that, like, don't, don't focus on other people and think that they're taking from yours, like he calls yours, but don't think they're, like, taking something away from you. I saw he that goes, post. like – yeah, he goes like support other people because at the end of the day, there's a lot of there's a lot of abundance in the world. So mm-hmm. I always focus on like what I'm doing, what we're doing as this office, and I really don't care what other people are doing because at the end of the day, it does not affect me. Like Absolutely. my my effort, my consistency affects me, and anybody that or anybody in general that goes above and beyond to follow other people or follow people cynically, like I follow people from to, you know for motive, let's say motivation, but for like you know, ideas and things like that. But if mm-hmm. you're following people to like hope that they mess up or hope that they screw up or hope that they don't put out a good post or have a good closing or don't double in a big property, like you're just, you're, it's a losing mindset. So, yep. Yep. all right. I really got to go. Philip, this was awesome. Yes. Thanks Do for having again. me. First, yeah. first time. I know you have a long trip back and it's late. So oh, yeah. get some, get some caffeine. I'm going to have to listen to the Matt Craig get, episode. Get some, <laughs> it's out now. Yeah, it's out. It's out. okay. Yeah. It's out. We had a good. Actually, we had a good talk. Good. We talked about uh, sober October. Matt's doing well. I'm sure he talked to you about. Did he uh, talk about shitting in any buckets like he did in his last podcast? He with did you? not. That was one of the did best he? podcast moments ever we've, of any podcast I've ever listened to. We've I had, had tears rolling down my face. We had some good ones. Matt Craig's an open book. So, um, but I think we're gonna end there. Episode 40, titled "Philip Joins Us." Um, if you guys are looking to buy in West New York, Western New York, AKA Northwest, middle of the country or middle of the country, middle of the state latitude line 46, um, about two hours West of us, even, even West, you go at Malone. You're my Malone guy now. Okay. Cause I'll send yeah. stuff yeah. Um, to you. But um, yeah, if you're out that, that side of the state, uh, reach out to Philip. Um, I'll try to put his handle and stuff in the show notes. Um, Follow him on social media. He's going to be posting one time a day real estate stuff. Is, is so, so will Ellie. Um, and I think that's it. Anything else you guys want to add? We all good? Peace out. Peace out. Deuces. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.